We open on a pitch black night. Rain falls in sheets and lightning illuminates the deadly waves of a sea in storm. Another flash and the silhouette of a ship is thrown into stark relief. White sails pitched against the dark depths. One of its masts cracks and breaks. A fire starts to catch but is quickly extinguished by the sheer strength of the deluge. The cries of the crew are drowned out by the howl of wind and roar of thunder. We see the ship toss and turn before a horrible creaking cuts through the storm, and the ship capsizes, staying above the waves for a moment before being pulled down, down, down. Welcome to Dread. Oh, all right. It's a new adventure. I'm nervous. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Dread and Breakfast, hey! the horror podcast again. where we all get together to tell a, a scary Woo! story. Dun, dun. My name is Fabrice. I will be your dreaded today. And much like my name would imply, we're going to the ocean this time, guys, because, I, well, I'm not actually a pirate captain, but if I were, this would be the episode <laughs> that I would feature in. Um, the dread pirate. <laughs> the dreaded fob. Oh, I get it now. Okay, I'm here to pillage your village and take your booty. Give yo it up. ho, yo ho, a pirate's <laughs> life for me. Uh, so, you are all members of the Penn Family Salvage Company. You go out on the high seas to recover sunken treasure and scrap materials from shipwrecks. Your special brand of salvage sometimes includes blowing up the ocean floor to dislodge old wrecks and surface them for easier recovery. Is this possible in real life? I think so. <laughs> One other thing that I should mention is that uh, this story takes place in the mid-1990s. Welcome to the past. We begin in your small office headquarters. We open on the leader of the crew, Captain Eugene Penn. Eugene, would you would you please describe your office to me and to the listeners? Yeah, hello everybody. Uh, my name is Jacob, and I will be playing Captain uh, Eugene Penn tonight. Captain, Ooh. Ooh. Uh, my office is uh, you know sparsely furnished with just you know cheap garage sale, just the desk and the, some <laughs> shelves and stuff. Uh, there's just a perfectly normal you know nice oil painting on the wall of a ship in the stormy night and. Uh, surrounding it, uh, just a perfectly normal just arrangement of newspaper clippings and historical <laughs> documents and uh, photographs, um, all connected with red string oh and, you know, uh, post-it notes so I can keep track of all my clues, um, just like in a normal everyday office. Perfectly normal. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds reasonable. So, yeah, so Jacob... You, obviously, as the head of a deep-sea salvage company, are interviewing a prospective client. Um, he's all but gotten the job from you, or you've all but gotten the job from him, 
mostly because of the vast amount of money that this individual is is offering. Oh. Um, but there is this one kind of final stipulation that he's has with you. You are leading this man into your office and he says, "Eugene, I I really have to insist on this point. I I think I can trust you now with this information, but I don't know about your crew. I really have to insist that I interview them. That, but that's just simply not how it's done. The captain is in charge of the crew, the client gives us the money, and we go and salvage the thing. It's not your your interaction with the mission ends in this office. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that, Eugene. If you want my money, you're going to have to agree to my terms. Um, well, I suppose that's not the only thing about this mission that goes a little beyond the ordinary. Um, just just don't take up too much of their time. They've, they've got important work to do. I'll do my best. I am going to be thorough, though. Uh, oh no! <laughs> if you would, if you wouldn't mind uh, vacating the office, I suppose um, you fifty percent down payment, right? <laughs> he he puts a fat wad of cash down on the desk in front of you. Seventy-five. <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right then, I'll uh, I'll send them in. You betray us that fast, Captain? Uh, Man. <laughs> wow. He he thanks you. Uh, you leave and go to bring in who? I guess I should probably go by seniority. So that means <laughs> I'm going to be sending in Billy first. Oh, oh my. Excellent. That's a choice. So, Christine, Billy, you Hello. enter the room. Uh what does Billy look like? Yeah, so Billy is like, you know, she's younger. She's probably in like her early 20s, you know. Um, she is wearing overalls for sure, like overalls all the time. And like big boots, really like clomper boots. You know what I mean? <laughs> so she's like, I've just got you. Clomps into the room. <laughs> okay. And who might you be? You see a, uh, think like the archetypal, like, old man sailor who's like rough and weathered there's like creases in his skin and face and like his lines have lines if that makes sense not weak or frail just like hardened yeah hardened hardened, put away wet hardened (laughs) is a good way to uh to describe it uh, he's sitting in your captain's chair behind your captain's desk. Why are you in your captain? You're in that. That's captain's chair. Why are you in captain's chair? That's not <laughs> captain, 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 Pan, he's in your chair. <laughs> I'll be conducting your interview from this side of the desk. Won't you have a seat? And he, he looks at a sheet of paper. Billy. Yep. Billy. That's me. That's me. Billy sits down for like a second and then immediately pops up and goes to look up over at the books on the bookshelf, even though she's seen them many times before. But they're just like really <laughs> shiny and like full of stories. I see. So is this um, typical behavior of yours, would you call it? Typical. Typical. 
I mean, I guess so. I don't know. You should ask Patrice. She's, she knows me the best. And and who is Patrice? This is Patrice. And I reach into my pocket and I whip out a rock. <laughs> I see. And now I do have a question as yes. as the DM. Are there like eyes and a mouth painted on Patrice? Or is Patrice just like a, a like, just a rock? <laughs> um... Patrice does have googly eyes. Okay. Yes. Um, and they're the special kind that have like eyelashes on them. Oh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She doesn't have a mouth per se, but there is like a nice little crevice in the rock a little bit and it kind of she kind of looks like she has like a little smirk cuz she just knows everything, you know? Okay. Okay. How big Thank is you. Patrice? Could she fit in like your hand? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she fits in my hand, she fits in my pocket, she goes with me everywhere. Like baseball sized or smaller, like golf ball, a little bit bigger. And she's a little flatter, but also has like that one edge that's like full of all the like indentations. She's large and contains multitudes like that Maya Angelou poem. (laughs) Do you talk to this Patrice often? Oh, absolutely. And she talks to me, too. You might even hear her every now and then. She only really talks to people that she really, really likes. You know, Mm. she's got a lot to say but only if you deserve to hear it. <laughs> Fascinating. What's your name, by the way? I never caught your name. My name is Bartholomew Orchid. That's a long name. Yup. <laughs> and uh, I see that your expertise aboard... Demolitions. Yes, <laughs> demolitions. Uh, how many years uh, have you been doing that for? professionally i don't know are we professionals like i always really liked fireworks as a kid you know you know it was one of those things that's like you know when you do it as a kid you just do it forever like how long have you been doing it i don't know i just like but it's like in me and i know it and it's all good (laughs) okay i've never been wrong i'm very good at what i do that's good to know and um any any friends family outside acquaintances the captain just the captain and Patrice. Okay. This uh, this doesn't seem like this will be an issue at all. Thank you uh, very much for um, agreeing to be part of this uh, enterprise, shall we say. Agree to the enterprise. Agree, enterprise. Yep. Are we done? We are. Could you send in... Uh, and he consults uh, like a ledger he has in front of him. Henry. Yep. And it's Henry. And she clomps out of the room again. (laughs) Henry, 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 Henry. (laughs) Good God. (laughs) We're not going to get the job anymore, are we? (laughs) Marissa, you don't understand. You have to get the job or there's no podcast. (laughs) Marissa. Hello. This leaves you now. You are playing... I am playing Henry Hornwiffle, the resident geologist and navigator on our ship, which had a name, and I did forget it. Charlotte. The Charlotte. It's the boat from (laughs) that one Disney movie. (laughs) Oh my God, Jacob, that's good. But yeah, so uh, Henry will very, very uh, hesitantly kind of poke his head in the office. He is a uh, a little older than Billy. He's in his like mid thirties, um, a little portly, not like 
out of shape, but a, a little a little chubster, um, wearing a plaid shirt that is tucked in to his <laughs> pants and has uh, beautiful, ra- perfectly rounded glasses and oh like a very mousy kind of face. <laughs> uh, and you you see before you a. Uh, I guess rather imposing figure sitting across from you uh, and he, he looks up at you as you come in and he says Henry is it? Uh, y- yes hello my my name is uh, Henry Horton Whiffle um, <laughs> I, Henry slowly crosses the room and like lowers himself in the chair kind of like looking around nervously. Does Henry walk or does he putter? He putters for sure. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perhaps like oh, between a waddle and a putter. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, sorry. I um um not, not, nice nice to meet you. And he kind of holds out his hand to you, which is covered in a little bit of dirt, tastefully so. <laughs> but you know, maybe he was doing some geology <laughs> stuff before he came in. Okay, but he would know that it's called soil and not dirt. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my. <laughs> My civil is showing. I'm so sorry. My mistake. Covered in soil. <laughs> Bartholomew extends a hand and like grasps yours. His grip is like very firm, and he has like an iron grip of a hand. Henry flinches appropriately. <laughs> and what do you do aboard the Charlotte? Oh, um, I'm our navigator, and I'm. I'm also a geologist by trade, so making sure, you know, any of the the undersea uh, flora, fauna, and especially the landscape is is appropriately handled. You know, Billy gets a a little carried away sometimes, and we just want to make sure everything's uh, structurally sound for the environment when we're done with it. You hear Billy clomp past in the hallway. (laughs) Good, good. It seems like that one might need some guidance or... Oh no, I'm so sorry. Did she show you Patrice? (laughs) She did. I'm so sorry. She took that from... Patrice is is a sedimentary rock that's in in my collection. She's I've been trying to get it back from her for oh you know a couple of years now, but it's it's she's surprisingly competent. Was she the one that put the googly eyes on it? I mean, well, I certainly didn't. Okay, or no? Um, I think he'd just go. Hmm. <laughs> Um, excuse me, Mr. Orchid, this is, um, highly irregular for us to be interviewed. Uh, what, what is it that you would like to, to know? I need to make sure that I can trust you, lad. Uh, I mean, I have a very good credit score. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't seem to know what that is, (laughs) but he looks at you and he says, any friends or family in these parts? Uh, it's it's just me and my my aunt Josephine. Uh, I I write her letters a lot. And you're good at keeping things to yourself if you have to. Uh, y- yes. Is this um? <clears throat> I I'm sorry, Captain Eugene didn't really tell us much besides we had a prospective client. What what exactly are you wanting us to? salvage sir i'm after a box boy a box that was lost in a shipwreck a a a box um 
like a coffin because the way you said it made it sound really sinister. No, I'm after what's in the box, but that's for me. Okay. Um, I'm uncomfortable now. Can I? Are we? Is that? Or it? You seem fine, lad. Go get your captain and bring him back in here. Oh, okay. It's a pleasure. I'm sure it was. And I <laughs> putter swiftly out the door <laughs> and probably trip over my shoelaces and go get Captain Eugene. <laughs> All right, Jacob, you are back in. Eugene has uh, stepped in the room. Uh, so Bartholomew is still in your chair. It's a not a great chair, but it is your chair and it's Ooh. on your side of the desk. Oh, also, as you come into the room, what do you look like? Well, yeah, I'm coming in. I stepped outside real quick to have a smoke, so I'm going to take off my (laughs) big yellow rubber raincoat. Underneath, I've got, of course, a big chunky blue turtleneck, just standard uh, black slacks and whatnot. Are you the Long John Silvers (laughs) mascot? No, I'm Captain Eugene Penn. Um, (laughs) But... Coming in and uh, seeing him in my chair, that, of course, uh, doesn't feel great to me. Um, uh, Excuse me, sir. Um, I said you could use the room, but I didn't say you could use my chair. (laughs) I wasn't exactly asking. Well, if you don't mind, I am back, so... (laughs) He he doesn't really move from your chair. He just kind of sits and, like, stares you down. And it is at this point, Jacob, when I need you to make a poll. Oh, Oh. dang. And everyone else will also have to make a poll for introducing their characters. Now, listen, I love both of your characters. I find it fascinating that we are able to run a successful business together. (laughs) (laughs) Jacob, good poll. Billy, if you could please make a poll. Can Patrice make my pull for me? Patrice can, of course, make your pull for you. Okay, yeah. cool. And I, I chuck the rock at the tower. <laughs> you, Just kidding. You, so you're sacrificing Amazing. yourself immediately. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the first pulls of the night are always the most exciting. Oh, why did you go for that one? I, it's just how Patrice was leading me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Marissa, Henry. Which block are you going to pull for your intro pull? Okay, that's a that, decent that balance choice. It. That's such a Henry block to pull. That, what does that mean? <laughs> that's really funny. I like that. So, Eugene, you and Bartholomew are staring each other down when you kind of just, you get a, a, just a, a slight shiver running down your back, uh, but you kind of like, you shrug it off and you, you continue staring this man down until he does eventually get up out of your chair yeah and move go, around Captain. to the uh stand your ground i don't know the non-you side of the desk well uh you're still here so i guess that means the crew passed should we begin preparations i think we should have a seat and i'll tell you about the job over a hundred years ago a ship the rising tide sank below the waves I've already located the wreck site but I need your crew to go out and salvage from it for me 
a box. You'll know it because it should be the only metal box on board, and you'll see the initials G-O on the box. An, an old metal box. That's a little odd to be on a vessel of that age, but it does sound very familiar to another wreck uh, near and dear to my heart. The Drake, I believe I was telling you about it earlier. Um, that is that the is picture something. on your wall? <laughs> it, it, it is, and it's also where the treasure lies. You mentioned the Drake several times. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're getting closer and closer to be readying to, to being ready to to go and, and salvage her hole. This 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 job actually sounds like it it could be a pretty good uh, practice run for us. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, I hope it is. Uh, very well then. We'll uh, we'll begin preparations, and we should be set to set sail on Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. Is that a normal amount of time? How long should I have said? We didn't really no, specify wait, what Tuesdays day it is. Tuesdays are fine. So. Tuesdays are fine. According to <laughs> my list of <laughs> sailing superstitions, it's bad luck to sail on Thursday, Friday, the first Monday in April, the second Monday in August, or December 31st. <laughs> Tuesdays are fine. Please continue. Tuesday is safe. <laughs> I have one final request. And oh, here Jesus. he puts another wad of cash on the table in front of you. I'm going to be coming along with you. And thwack. So you are all on board your ship, the Charlotte. You have been uh, out to sea for one full day now. So I guess it would be Wednesday. Um, based on the location that Bartholomew has given you, you're getting fairly close to where the wreck should be. The journey so far, very uneventful. Bartholomew mostly keeps to himself. There weren't enough bunks in your ship for all of you and Bartholomew. You don't normally take passengers, um, but he didn't seem to mind. He strung up a hammock from the mast to the railing, He's just keeping to himself. Happy to stay in his hammock. Uh, he doesn't wear a life vest. This what? bugged. This bugs you, but that's it. He he just he will he he's absolutely not. Henry will ignore this man as much as humanly possible. That's fair. <laughs> Billy um, is really fascinated with the hammock because she's <laughs> never seen anyone sleep in a hammock on a ship before. If you asked him about it, he would tell you that it's it's very nice because it rocks with like the sway of the boat. So it yeah, actually... Billy mainly likes it because it's like a really good hiding spot. <laughs> you can just like go in and like fold one side over one side, and then the other on the other, and then you're just in this little cocoon, and you're just like sitting there, and you're like totally enclosed in it. So you're all all doing basically your normal duties. You're expecting that today will be the day that you probably put in anchor uh, above the wreck and we go to henry who is in i guess at the bridge because you are the navigation specialist hell yeah uh, therefore you probably usually have control of the wheel this um, is exceedingly funny to me because i as like a real human being i am <laughs> so bad at directions <laughs> It's 
not even funny. It's not. We we drive to my work, which is in the same town that we live in, and we get there, and every time you're like, oh my god, how did we get here? And it's... It's it just it's we go straight, straight down. Line. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's we go street. straight down one road. It's very, it's it's really bad. But Henry is very good at his job, and he will be, you know, using all of the instruments and also using, um, I'd imagine, charts of the ocean floor um, to make sure that you know that we're not gonna hit like a big reef or something. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so you also your your boat is equipped with a new sonar uh, system that your captain bought you and is a, a little j- jank, maybe. Oh, it's it's of course on. You have it like you know it does the ping sound. I it did, now Jacob, did you buy a less expensive equipment for our boat to save money for your eventual <laughs> Drake recovery treasure hunt? <laughs> It, it was the best we could afford at the time. It's, wow! It's, how much different could it be than than the fancy ones? Anyway, it all it's all just sound bouncing off of rocks. Um, actually, it's very <laughs> different because this one has like a thirty percent risk of failure at any given point. I read the reviews on Amazon. Well, that's seventy percent more working than the last one we had. So, oh, <laughs> but nevertheless, Henry is like double checking the the jank mm-hmm. equipment. So far, you haven't noticed any discrepancies between the two. So uh, as far as you know, the jank equipment is working completely fine. Jacob, don't give me that smug smile. It can can all function at any moment. (laughs) At that exact moment, uh, you see a blip appear on like the edge of the sonar coming from behind you. Oh, could I tell if this is like a large sea creature perhaps a whale shark is it moving towards us or does it, it look seems like a- it seems to be moving yes like the the sonar passes again and where it was there are now three and they're still moving in your direction oh, oh. and this would have to be like a really big thing to trigger the sonar right yeah it wouldn't be like just a fish i mean there probably are sonar that work for that. Hi, everyone. There are. We are not uh, boat people. They're called fish finders. I actually fish know finders. all about them. <laughs> okay. So, as I'm learning right now in real time, uh, fish finders are real. However, as you are not a fishing vessel, you probably don't have one of those. Okay. Can I look behind us to see if I see, like... A pod of dolphins, mm-hmm. or yeah. the navigational hub of this ship is like in the ship, and mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. like look behind you, you kind of would like climb up a small set of stairs to go like on deck. Yeah, I'd, I'd pop up there real quick. Uh, Captain, you should see this. What is it now, Henry? Uh, the the sonar. There's some big a big group of things. Uh, Are we chasing after some damn whales again? Uh, no whale whale sharks. Actually, uh, it, it, they're not <laughs> whales. Um, but um, no, this seems to be chasing us. Henry, as you look out over the waves, you feel this like this sense inside of you, kind of like drawing you in. And I need you to make a pull. Ooh. Okay. Why couldn't it have been whale sharks? 
One day, one day. But today is not that day. Today is not that day. I have done it. Hurrah. <laughs> Congratulations, Henry, on your successful pull. So you're feeling this, like, this tug at you, pulling you towards the water. You get a, a chill run down your spine, hmm. and you sort of shake it all off. And that that sensation goes away right at the moment that a humpback whale kind of just <gasps> crests the water and you see it jet spray up into the air and you see a small pod actually oh. travel past you. I rush back into the navigation thing. I open a drawer and I pull out my marine animal bingo sheet that I have made. (laughs) And is, of course, only missing a whale shark to be crossed off before I reach bingo. (laughs) And I cross off humpback whale. And I'm so excited about it. Uh, Dang it, Henry, again with the whales. These are humpback whales. I haven't seen them in a pod in quite some time. I mean, look, look at how majestic they're coming. We have a job to do. Can we please I, get back to the job? I, look, I'm only one spot away from bingo, okay? I'm just, I'm really excited about it. Bartholomew doesn't react to this. He is in his hammock and just kind of rocking back and forth with like a hat over his eyes you can't maybe he's asleep maybe he's not you don't really know <laughs> maybe he's dead <laughs> maybe this is dread and breakfast after all yeah I'll, I'll return to my actual job per my captain's request and navigate us towards this wreck yeah you get there eventually it's around like just before noon let's say before when you get there it's an overcast day um bartholomew still in his hammock doesn't seem to wake up. Still in the hammock. Hammock, and he's always in the hammock and asleep. We've been on this boat forever and ever and ever. I'm bored and I want to blow some. Hey, up hey, Billy, Billy, Billy. Hey, what, what, hey. what? Why don't you go wake him up and maybe, maybe just tell him that we've arrived? Oh, are we there? Are we here? You're at the coordinates that he gave you. Finally. Oh my gosh. So Billy clomps over to. <laughs> Where the hammock is laid suspending, and she, oh, she reaches out one finger to go and poke. <laughs> okay, and as you do, Billy, you get the kind of like the a strong smell of like sea brine and just like oh? salt water. And salt. granted, you are on the ocean, so mm-hmm. you know not horribly out of place. But could you make a pull for me? Oh, <laughs> pull for salt water on the ocean? <laughs> a pull for disturbing this man's sleep. Oh, this was just, I was instructed to. I feel like this man could kick Billy's. Well, I don't know actually who would win in a fight if it came to Billy's very to scrappy. You never know. Thank you for your pull. You uh, give this man a firm prod, I think to the face, right? But- yes, and I also... Like I'm like below him poking, and I hold Patrice up so that he can awaken to Patrice's beautiful <laughs> little face. <laughs> Fantastic! Uh, so you do, and you you hear a. Uh, hmm, we're here, then, are we? <laughs> I believe so. There was a whale too, but I don't know. I think you slept through that too. 
I've seen plenty of whales in my time. Whales always ex- an exciting time. Whales <laughs> and salt. Um, but I think we're here, and I think Henry wants you. Tell him I'll be right there. Okey-doke. He says, and he kind of like sits up in his hammock. Uh, he's still basically wearing the same clothes uh, that Me you too. first met him in. It's basically like a big oversized jacket, trousers, suspenders, and then a like a striped shirt. You know, we kind of match. <laughs> Because I'm not wearing suspenders, but I am wearing overalls, and I have a striped shirt underneath. And I do change the shirt out every day, but it's always a striped shirt. You've got a good sense of fashion, I see. It's, it's, it's good because this is easy for me to move around in. It's not restrictive at all. And, and, and Patrice fits in my pocket right here. Um, and I also can keep a notebook right here. And she whips out a giant notebook that is just like completely filled with mathematical scribbles. All of them are correct, but it's just like a ma- like a mad scientist notebook of equations and uh, mass balance and just all of the f- math figurings that she needs to figure out all of her demolition stuff. Whoa, that's very impressive. Where did you say that uh, Henry was? Uh, In the navigation room. I'll go get him. And she clomps off. All right. We cut to Henry and uh, Bartholomew meeting on the meeting like halfway between his bunk and the uh, the navigations. Bartholomew seems a little tired, but looks at you and says found it did you uh these are the coordinates that you gave us um so the wreck should be pretty much uh underneath us at this point excellent then uh you all are ready to dive oh i mean there's there's some other preparations we have to get our our uh, dry suits on this one's pretty deep and i look towards my captain for instructions well newbie yeah if if you say we're here we'll <sighs> We'll drop the anchor and get our gear set. Uh, we're starting to lose daylight, but we should have time to do a, a quick survey dive before, survey dive. before the survey, day ends. Survey. Ca- I, can, I can figure out measurements. I need to take Cap- measurements. Uh, so uh, could you, could you not call me? I've, I've been working here for three years. Could you not just call me that in front of our client, please? But you are the newbie. But three three years experience on your crew. I would just... I. Anyway, newbie, set the <sighs> anchor. Uh, well, I'll be here. Let me know if you find the box. Don't open it. What? Why? Why not? Why, not? Why can't we open the box? What's in the box? That's for me to worry about. You were hired to retrieve the box. Retrieve the box. Retrieve the box. Yeah. Just now, Patrice, now Patrice guys, it, it's his salvage. We'll, we'll we'll leave the loot to him. You'll all get your cut. I want to know so... I hate not knowing things. Damn it. (laughs) And splash. You guys are now all below the waves. And you are diving down. As you go... You've all, of course, experienced this before. You're all very accomplished divers in your own right. You start to lose color, 
reds are the first things to go as you go down. Then you can't see orange anymore. Then yellow. Then green. And finally, you're in a blue world. Everything is different shades of blue. Some greens, but not as many. You're going down and down further and further. You're hugging, I guess, what would be like an underwater sort of mountain as you just keep diving further and further down. The ambient light is starting to fade, so you flip on your own lights. uh, And then color comes back into focus. You start, you see corals, uh, you see oranges and reds and blues, greens and purples all like over this rock formation. And as you kind of like, you come down into this sort of valley made out of these rocks and you crest a bend in the valley and you see this this gigantic ship clearly very old it's wooden it has or had two masts both of which are broken now the hull itself is largely intact though you do see um like a big hole in it where it must have like smashed against the rock this is the rising tide this is the rising tide you see um I guess painted on the sides of it the words the rising tide but they're all like barnacled over and hard to make out it's sitting on like a rock formation it's it's kind of like in the valley but on like this like giant plateau the ship is like encrusted in like barnacles and just like seaweed the wood is clearly like rotting and that's that's what you see. The wildlife around here, there's like fish swimming about. They all kind of, you know, avoid you for the most part. But that is what you see. So Billy would kick her fins and uh, start taking some measurements um, of the boat. What, what angle it's at. Um, mm-hmm. She would start to measure the holes in the hull of the ship as well. Okay. Just to get a sense of how big it is, where it's being held in versus what areas might more freely be freed from the rock. Okay. So yeah, so Billy, you're, you're taking notes, uh, measurements, recording all this data. Uh, Eugene, what are you doing? Yeah, I'm going to do a lap of the ship and uh, just start to get my bearings. Um, as I do, I note this ship looks very similar to the Drake. It, it might have come from the same shipyard. Or it definitely seems to be from about the same era. And I'm starting to calculate if there might be any clues hidden here as well. As you are doing a lap around the ship, you get to the far side over the hull, over the masts, uh, or what's, what's, what's now left of them. And the valley and the rocks just kind of fall away behind it. You see the, the floor of the ocean just kind of like sink away beneath you. And there's just this vast emptiness in the ocean. And you feel a slight pull 
like just pulling you in that direction. And now ocean currents, very much a thing. Uh, it could be that you are just um, you swam into one of those. You're you're not sure, but I do need you to make for me a pull. Oh, um, I don't uh, like this. This is freaking me out. <laughs> Isn't there a poem that's like the pull of the sea, or like like the sea is dark and ah? Oh, now I gotta look this up. Thank you very much, Eugene, for a successful pull. As you. You get this feeling, you you feel kind of like a that same feeling you got when you were staring down Bartholomew. You get kind of like that that same feeling of just slight unease, but nothing you can't manage. Mm. Um, mm. And you quickly turn back to swim. You know, you don't like having this like this huge expanse underneath you. Um, and as you do swim back, you look at that area. You're, you have a, a flashlight on. You have your lights on. And you see kind of like the glint of something. It's It seems like it's mm. metal oh. down in the the depths. It's a box. It's a box. It's a box. Does it seem oh. square? It does not. Oh. What shape does it see? It so as you as you go to investigate this uh this like glint of metal, uh you see what looks to be a fairly modern vessel oh? that seems to have oh. also sunk here. Clearly not the Drake. You're sure of that. <laughs> Damn. You're, you're absolutely positive. This is a metal boat. Not uh, the the grand ship that was the Drake, but you you get closer. You you're curious. This is odd and interesting, and you uh, you shine your light on the side. And you're able to see uh, painted letters on it, H M S, and then S A L V. And then it seems Ooh. like huh? after that point, the uh, the paint is sort of eroded away. The HMS is all uh, H period right. M period S yeah. period. So like some kind mm-hmm. of initialism. And then S-A-L-V all would be one word. There's more to it than that you can tell. But there, you're not sure what it is. The paint is, has been peeled away. Would we know of any um competition salvage companies with those Ooh, initials on them? good question my first thought is somebody else tried to salvage this wreck and had a whoops a doodle oh, oh, oh no well it's probably because they didn't have patrice with them <laughs> of course, to of course them and, to, and to double check their calculations i mean i'm not sure would you be familiar with it? i guess you would probably uh yeah, you're you're familiar of Hobart, Mike, and Schmidt <laughs> salvage. Um, you weren't aware mm. of them uh, being contracted out for any kind of mission. Certainly, Bartholomew didn't mention anything like this. You also uh, were unaware of Hobart, Mike, or Schmidt having any kind of uh, <laughs> accidents or losing. Uh, a vessel uh, recently. So, you know, 
Okay, and this wreck seems recent. This wreck seems fairly recent. It's not. Um, okay. It's not fully barnacleized. Interesting. Uh, but that that is what you see, and we will, I think, cut over to Henry. Well, Henry. <laughs> at the risk of sounding utterly anticlimactic i'm looking at some rocks man what what type <laughs> of rocks what would the consequences of an explosion to them be how sturdy are they how many cute adorable critters have made their homes in these rocks etc cetera, etc cetera. amazing so you you notice um you i mean you notice quite a bit there are less wildlife than you would normally expect in this kind of an area mm. not to where it's concerning or suspicious but where if if there was like a a range of normal this is definitely lower if that makes sense but nothing that like pequees your interest <laughs> um I'm sorry, what word did you just attempt to use? I, I said nothing that pequees your interest. Nope, nope, try again. <laughs> nothing that pequees your interest. Very, I'm in hell. The pronunciation police are going and to Jacob come for us. Left. You made Jacob fucking leave. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, well, I am looking at rocks. You notice that this rock seems weird. It doesn't seem like coral, but it's porous and it's oh it's like it's not spongy in texture but it's spongy in appearance if that makes sense could i chisel off or break off a sample to take back up of course as you start kind of like chipping away at the rock you feel as though you're being watched you feel like there, there are like eyes on you. It's like that prickling feeling in the back of your oh. neck, like the hairs are starting to stand up. Uh, can, uh, yes. Can I? Can I look around? <laughs> yes. Please make a pull. For me. I thought you would say that. A lot of pulls today. This tower is beginning to. What did you say? Piqua. Piqui. <laughs> Piqui, my concern. We're Easy getting you guys. Peasy. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you um, you're able to collect a sample. Uh, you turn around to see like this this feeling, this nagging sensation, and you see like particles in the water. Because so the water down at this depth, there's just like particulates kind of floating all around you you do see kind of some of them sort of like whoosh as though something might have like darted through them or moved past them quickly Ooh. Um, that is what you notice we're gonna hope that was a fish <laughs> can I try to we can talk to each other underwater right like we have radios or whatever I'm, I'm sure they're not called radios uh I actually don't know I'm not sure Probably. I don't know. Would the captain have sprung for yeah, that? Yeah, captain, did yeah. you spring for radios? Or or is the universal okay hand sign good enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like for this level of mission, um, radios are something we would seek out and invest in. Were they new radios? No. Do they work? <laughs> so far, okay. yeah. 
Did you purchase them when Radio Shack was still a thing? Hey, well, this is the 90s, right? Like This is, yeah. The, oh, yes. This is like 90s. This is peak Radio Shack. So the answer so is the yes. the answer is 100% <laughs> yes. yes. Radio Shack was the bomb right now. And Radio Shack apparently sold very specific diving <laughs> equipment. Why not? This episode sponsored by Radio Shack. Oh, rest in peace. <laughs> But I I would like to radio my shack. <laughs> radio my shack. Um, uh, hey, are, are you guys uh, okay? Did you guys see a big fish just now? Big fish, big fish. No, no, no big fish. Just, just big ship. Big ship. You see Billy pop out from like behind the ship. <laughs> like B- Billy just suddenly like swims up and like sees you and gives you a wave. Yeah, tracks. Uh, Eugene, you're you're hearing this call right as you yeah. kind of like you've just sort of discovered the ship, your newly discovered ship. No, not any fish. There is another vessel down here, and it looks fairly new. It could be ripe for the salvage. Uh, Captain, if you want to look at that one, maybe Billy and I can check out the Rising Tide. All right, I'll uh, I'll I'll take a look around here, see if this might be something worth coming back for. You guys, you get the lay of the land and be ready to find that loot and bring it up tomorrow. Aye, aye, Captain. Uh, hey, Billy, there's there's a big hole in the ship. Do you want to spot me? Go in. Yes, yes. Adventure in. Yes. Oh, uh, okay. Hang on. Let me. Absolutely, let me, uh, I will make my way. And I and I speed on over, flailing as I swim. <laughs> Probably not the most efficient way of swimming, but getting there nonetheless. Uh, so you meet outside the um, outside the hole leading in, and you both go in. Henry, are you leading? Probably, okay. because I don't want Billy to dart in. Um, and I one hundred percent would. Yeah. Okay. I might be the new guy, but I know that much. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Henry, you ease yourself in. You are both aware that, like, inside a wreck, you're you're wanting to move deliberately and, like, slowly because yes. all of the sediment in here has been here for at least a hundred years. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of it. And if you kick up a lot of currents in the water, you're going to sandstorm yourself. And not, I was just going to say, not the fun kind of sandstorm, <laughs> but the bad kind where you can't see. It's not the 2000s yet. We don't even know what that exactly. is. Damn, <laughs> our pop culture references mean nothing. I want to point out that for as much of like chaotic energy that Billy mm-hmm. has, like she is good at her okay. job. And so yeah. like these safety measures she does take very seriously. Okay. Yes. But yeah, so Billy, uh, you and Henry kind of enter. The hole is in the bottom of the hull. So you kind of like, you work your way up. Um, There's a a ladder leading up to the um, upper deck. You find yourselves in like the cargo bay. You look around and you don't see the box. You keep going uh making your way fairly methodically through uh the whole of the ship when you come to 
the captain's quarters. You try the door, and it's 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 very difficult. The hinge, like the wood, is rotten, but the hinges are like rusted shut. Mm. What do you do? Can we break the door? <laughs> you could. I don't know. What do you think, Henry? Should we break the door down? Uh, yeah, have at it. There she blows. Do I do I have any tools with me other than like my measurement equipment and that sort of stuff? I think you would probably have like um like very small not like demolition materials, but like like no, a no. hammer, like a like a, yeah. a some sort of like cutting device, you know, things like that. So so Billy would take the hammer and like start trying to like whack the hinges of the door to see if maybe, you know, even if they're rusted, if whatever they're connected mm-hmm. to is rotting, maybe they would just, you Fall know, out. pop off and then the door. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Billy, as you go to ca- I I guess I should say this door is located towards the back of the ship and it's in a hallway. This whole like scene is kind of a little bit disorienting for you because the ship is on its side. So you're, it's just, it's a bit weird Mm, because you can still tell which way is up. But yes, uh, Billy, as you, as you start like doing like, you know, little taps and then you go back, you wind back for like a more powerful swing. Absolutely. You, you feel as though you're being watched. Uh, and you look back to your left, and there's Henry. And Henry is watching you. Um, but that's not like... And Patrice is watching me from and, above on the Patrice ship. And Patrice is watching you from the- above, as always. But seeing Henry and thinking of Patrice, that does not quiet the tingles at the back of your neck. And so you look off to your right, and I need you to make me a Oh, no. I see I, right. And to my right, I see a tower that is similar but legally distinct <laughs> from, <laughs> from Jenga. Oh, this is really spooky. I... Dun, 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 simple. I use my little hammer to... Ding, ding, ding. The <laughs> you do. You, uh, so you look, you look to your left and you see Henry there. And then you look to your right. And this hasn't happened to you yet, but... You see a like a trail as though the particulates in the water were disturbed recently mm-hmm. and in a in a very like sudden manner that raises my anxiety response. I'm still okay, mm-hmm. but Billy is now like one tick more on edge okay. That's oh. that's troubling that there were more ticks to go, but I'm <laughs> Does does Henry notice this also? Uh you could make a poll to notice. Um Cause in so in my mind the the door to the captain's room is kind of like at the the top part of like a U bend in a hall. And so Billy is like right at the center hammering on the thing and Henry is sort of like off to one part of the U if that makes sense and this movement oh, happens see, on I the see, other see, side of the U so if you would like to make a pull Henry you could be situated in, in such a 
an exact spot that you would see the this like trail of particulates but uh if you don't that's okay too you know i'm feeling spicy i'm feeling this tower's not that bad Ooh. Oh. we have our first Surprise! Poll. marissa is making another poll I should remind the audience that uh, if a player... Oh, no, that side's looking it's horrible. Fine. It's fine. Yeah, I it did it. Fine. But at any point, if uh, one of the players wishes to opt out of a poll, which they are allowed to do for any poll for any reason, they simply just don't do the thing that they were trying to do. So uh, in this case, Henry, you wouldn't have... Uh, seen the trail but because you were spicy you do (laughs) okay i would try to like follow that path okay so yeah you go around billy and you start going down the other side of the hallway uh billy as henry is doing this you know you do like a tap 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 and then a great big thwap and almost a a almost but not quite and you you are able to hit the metal hinges. I think you probably have like a hammer and a crowbar to do this. And I, you're able to like, like hammer the crowbar in and like angle it and like pry it open. And you, you push at the door and the door will open. Do you want to go in? Do you want to follow Henry? What do you want to do? I, I want to radio to Henry and say, door, I got the door open. The door's open. I'm, I'm going in. I'm going in. Uh, okay, Billy, just be careful. I'll, I'll meet you there in a second. I saw a, a, a thing. <laughs> Mysterious. As we should expect from Spicy Henry. Wow. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll stick with Billy for a second. So, Billy, you open the door and you see a room fairly similar to the one, like, your captain's office back on shore. There clearly, there was a desk in here, there were chairs, and there was a bed. It's all jumbled and fucked up now, because, (laughs) you know, it's been underwater for a hundred years. A hundred years, yeah. uh, in the jumbled pile of stuff, you also see a little bit more solidly uh, in the floor a box. Oh! Does, are there are there letters? Are there? There letters are letters box? on it. What are the letters G-O. on the box? Oh All my right. gosh! I found it. <laughs> um. Okay. So I would radio to the whole team. Okay. Um. G O G O metal box. I found the metal box with the G O, and here it is. Oh. Uh. Can you can you get it up? How big is this box? Uh, fairly large, but um. The best comparison I have would be like a, it's about as big as like a melophone case, <laughs> but like that's, <laughs> that's exactly what that yeah, is. That's incredibly <laughs> specific. Um, like a large suitcase. It's like a large suitcase, like a suitcase you would have to check through uh, customs. Oh, okay. Um, okay, wait, question. Why do we need to blow up the surroundings and bring the ship to the surface if the box that we're after is like small enough that i could carry it like why it sounds like maybe now we don't yeah well you have i mean there might also be salvageable things on this uh on this boat like it might still be worth raising 
Um, but that's more of a you all decision. You have found the box. You haven't tried to move it yet. Okay. Can I, do I hear anything back on the radio? That's friends. Excellent. Great, Billy. Um, everything else from here on out is just profit then. Do you think we can, <laughs> do you think we can just get it up tonight or, or should we come back and stage it a little better? Mm. Maybe fire up the winch. Let me see. Um, cause you know how much I love explosions, but if we can't get it up, then it makes a little explosions a little less, uh, I can be a little more fun, have a little more fun with it. Um, let me see if I can pick it up. And so I go to try and hoist this box. You do. And as you do, it has, um, like metal handles on the sides and they're rusted, mm-hmm. but you're able to kind of like make them work and you go to lift and you can't move it. Uh, is it stuck or is it too heavy? Looking down, you see uh, there are like barnacles all on the side that seem to be almost fusing it with the boat. Uh, mm. Can I use my crowbar to chip away? You can. You start to try and like chip away and again you get that like really uneasy feeling oh. like you're being watched mm. like something's like some like something's watching you yeah that's cuz that's what being watched is god damn it um <laughs> uh and i would need you to make another pull oh, oh no again <laughs> you can all again you can always refuse no, pull. No, I'm not a coward. Okay. Do it. Do I'm going to pull it, from it. the tower. Okay. Now, listen, whatever's watching us is probably just very proud of Billy for <laughs> getting this far and doing a great job. I'm finding it so quickly. Here we go. It's fine. From the top. No big deal. All right, I look yeah. around the room. What's watching me? I'm going to watch Watch it right back. <laughs> so you're like, you're holding your light uh, on the... Um, the box and you look through the doorway like without shining your light on it for a second and you just see darkness you can't really perceive anything on the other side of the door and you feel almost like drawn in and then you shine your light and you just see the hallway and it's fine and there's nothing there and you don't see anything in the room you shake it off and uh, and continue to chip away. And as you do, we cut to Eugene. Oh, that's me. It is. <laughs> what is what has Eugene been up to these past, uh, let's say, this past half hour or so? Well, I've been trying to survey this uh, new mystery ship that's all ours um i discovered it so i have the salvage rights is that and, how that uh, works I think finders so. keepers so mr uh mr orchid upstairs has no claim to any of these profits oh so oh, snap. Um, yeah this, this is all ours we're, we're gonna see what's down here okay so you see this boat it is sunk it did kind of like crack in the center Think like a fortune cookie. Oh. Is there also a paper center? There, There is not a paper center. There are, however, uh, several decks for you to explore and very easy access Ooh. into them, uh, provided that you are careful entering. 
because again, this is a metal boat, which means metal things and badness. Very technical. Uh, you can enter the boat. If you do, I would require a pull. Done, done. Okay. And we're doing okay on air. Like, we've still got some time. Oh, to- yeah. No, you've got time to check stuff out. Uh, just you want to remember not to, like, overexert yourself because the heavier you're breathing, okay. the uh, faster you do run through your air supply. Got it. Yeah, I'll I'll take your poll. I'd like to... Man, everyone's like to bold into, today. Yeah, well, I'm going to try to head into the bridge or any type of command center, see if there's any, like, logs or manifests, you know, anything that might be helpful in this salvage operation. Sure. All right. Pull. So, so for the listener who may not be you. as familiar as clearly we all are with these nautical terms, what is a manifest? <laughs> it's like a list of what's on the boat. Cool. Thanks. <laughs> that's, that's, I think that's fairly succinct. I like that. Uh, yeah. That's my specialty. Jacob, fairly succinct. <laughs> So, uh, congratulations on your successful pull. You managed to to wiggle around the sharp edges of this boat, none of it uh, piercing your dry suit or puncturing your tanks, because that would just be a real humdinger of a bummer, wouldn't it? Oh, no. Yeah, <laughs> that can happen. But anyway, you wiggle your way into this ship, the layout of this is not exactly the same as your boat, the Charlotte, but it's similar enough where you can kind of like navigate your way around the hallways. Yeah. So you find your way to like the navigational center and you find like a, a ledger, but most of it is unreadable at this point. It's fairly, like, waterlogged. It wasn't, like, um... Or would... I don't know. Would it be waterproof paper? Is that a thing? I'm going to say that's a thing. I mean, it exists. I don't know if you would do it for your ship. I was also going to say, wouldn't it all be on computers? But as we've established, it's 1990s. So it it would be, like, a a physical ledger. And I don't don't think any of it would have, like, really survived. Like, you don't have, like, a, a, a manifest or anything like that. Um, is there a fancy, shiny, newer sonar? <laughs> there, there is a, uh, let's say a different, much more waterlogged sonar. Oof. But it's a boat thing. Wouldn't it be waterproof? Uh, maybe. God says no. You can make a pull for it to be waterproof. How bad do you want this sonar, Henry? Um, you know, <laughs> I will take the jank one that has not been underwater for an undisclosed amount of time. <laughs> Thank you for thinking of me. This is fair. <laughs> I I note its presence in my mind and I refuse your poem. Fair enough. Um, being a salvage savvy man and a, <laughs> uh, a very, let's say, shrewd business person, you, you take a couple laps of this boat up and down and you you figure you could probably salvage most of this for scrap um there doesn't seem to be much cargo on board there are several tanks that you assume are filled with air but oh ooh, 
you don't know. Um, you haven't you haven't like checked them or anything like that, and the markings on them are a bit faded, so you're you're unsure exactly what would be in them. But the, you would be able to test for that on your boat. We'll say. Okay. Or you could risk it and just plug in. I don't feel like we're that late in the podcast. Not even a little yet. bit. <laughs> but I will say some. I will say something uh, else. If you wanted to like leave some down here as like a catch or something that could be used in future ooh. moments of suspense or you know air depravity, air supply depravity. I don't know. Okay, interesting. I'm intrigued and also terrified. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I've gotten a pretty good sense of this ship. Nothing immediately salvageable, but having recently heard that probably the original job's going to be pretty easy, um, I'm feeling pretty good that we'll get to spend some time on this. I think I'm going to maybe head out and rejoin my crew. Okay. So as you, you leave the boat, you decide to, instead of going through the tear in the hull, you just swim up the ladder to exit onto the deck and then... The deck is just in water, so you swim away. And it's a much easier and much less dangerous way of doing things, and it does not require you to pull. Nice. Speaking of danger, we switch over to Henry, who is hot on the trail of something? Anything? So, you said that we've previously explored this part of the ship, so I know where it's headed. Um, I don't want to get too far away from Billy. Okay. But I want to gauge how big this thing is, like if it's a fish, if it's a other type of fish, (laughs) or whatever. (laughs) A shark. Yeah, big shark. You follow this, this trail, we'll say, into the galley, into like a big open room. Everything in here is again piled on the floor, which was a wall at one point, so it's fairly disorienting for you. You're shining your light, looking around. Everything is still covered in, like, seaweed and lichen and moss that, like, grows on things that have been underwater for too long. Um, There are, like, pillars in this room of, like, supports holding up what would be the main deck above you. There's one exit to... Well, there's a couple exits. This is kind of like a very long, rectangular sort of space. At, like, the far end of the rectangle and the opposite corner from the one you entered in, there's, like, stairs that would lead above to the deck. There's, like, a... Think, like, a sewer grate sort of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On the deck of the ship, you can can see up through there. um, And those are kind of like the two exits of this place and as you're kind of like looking around your light starts to flicker oh no just as it goes out you see a silhouette framed in the far doorway um (laughs) like like a person Mm mm-hmm it's humanoid. Oh no! I would like to start carefully backing up towards where I entered. Do you try to turn on your light? Um. Yes. 
Uh, so you you go to like whap on your light, and I need you to make a pull for me. <laughs> oh. No, I do regret making the spicy pull earlier. <laughs> so spice, uh, spicy Henry. The spice has got bite. You you feel this thing watching you. You feel it sees you, and it's 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 okay. okay. But yeah, Henry, you feel this thing's gaze on you, and as you you go to like turn on your light, you hit it. The beam comes on. It shines in your face for the like instant of a, like a second, and it like blinds oh, beans. you. Oh darn! Um, huh. And you you blink several times, looking around, and you don't see anything in the room. No, no, Fuck. but she, but she had a successful okay. pull. No. <laughs> Yeah, then now I would try my radio. Uh, uh, is anyone in the, the galley of the rising tide at, at this moment? I'm in the captain's quarters. What's up? I'm still outside the vessel. Um, why? Is something something going on? Uh, we need to get back to the surface immediately, please. Thanks. Uh, why? Oh. What's happening? What, 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 what? Are you in danger? I, that depends. There's an unidentified person or creature in the ship. It was very close to me i think i couldn't really see it well, well that's odd um <laughs> are we are we are we do we need to hide do we need to run do we need to do we need what 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 my anxiety level has has ticked up a couple more billy you you found the box right any luck do you think we're gonna be able to get it up this run uh no it's covered in covered in barnacles lots of barnacles can't 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 get it up even with the three of us you don't think we could we could get that out real quick. Yep, nope, nope, not 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 yet. I I just think we need to surface and uh, have a have a have a group meeting on the boat. Uh, C- Captain Eugene, with your permission, I'm gonna head up. Um, see, I don't know if I believe you. Is the thing? Uh, what, Captain? Captain? Why would I uh, make this up? I've been nothing but truthful this entire time that I've known you for three years. Uh, I I would just like to go up on on the surface please why don't you head on up at least work your way out of the ship i'm gonna step in with billy real quick and get a look at the loot and uh we'll go from there i'm already swimming out like (laughs) bye okay (laughs) so uh henry you you begin your ascent eugene you and billy are in the captain's quarters of the rising tide you see a box with geo it seems to have been encased by barnacles here it is captain 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 here it is and and um here we go and and i'm like as i'm saying this i'm like looking around like over my shoulder like i'm just starting to get a little like squirrely even more so than usual where's patrice patrice is up i want to be with patrice i want to go to i want to go up up captain your rock is right where you left it. Um, <laughs> I guess it is pretty, pretty damn stuck. We'll have to resurface and restage to get an extraction plan. It's, it's too bad. But extraction with demolition, <laughs> probably. And my anxiety level starts to come back down a little bit. <laughs> I love it. So you both uh, exit the vessel and begin your ascent. Um, Something else I should point out, uh, you all would know as very experienced divers that you 
uh, can kind of go down as quickly as you want. But when you want to surface, you need to spend time reacclimating yourself to pressure as you come back up. The air you've been breathing is set to a very certain and specific pressure. Uh, and if you come back up too fast, uh, your blood will foam, Ooh. which is great uh, in the horror podcast, but not great <laughs> for you all as people. Um, so you would like to avoid that. And your way of doing this is to just hang out at various depths, uh, acclimating yourself to the new pressure before you continue to surface. Um, and I'm thinking of my sweet, sweet explosions. I'm, I'm mapping in my head where to put the charges the next day as we are slowly ascending. And I, I assume while I am hanging out in intervals, getting back up, I would be watching for them and around them, trying to like make sure whatever the fuck this thing is, is not <laughs> near them, please. Once they exit the rising tide, you see their like their pinpricks of light as they start to ascend behind you. You go through your stages of ascension, waiting the appropriate amount of time. It's it's a very tense period for all of you. Normally, this is where you would just uh, banter or, you know, Billy would talk about explosions and tell you stories that Patrice <laughs> told. This time, you're all just a little bit on edge. Something feels off. And splash, you're back on board the Charlotte. Henry has beaten you both by, say, half an hour. Nothing nothing major, just enough for him to get out of his uh, diving clothes and into something a bit more comfortable. Plaid shirt, obviously. Plaid shirt. Different plaid. Different plaid. <laughs> In the time that I have beat mm -hmm. them, could I have tried with my zero artistic talent to have sketched the silhouette that I thought I saw. Sure. It's not particularly great because your character, as you so helpfully yourself said, doesn't have much artistic talent. Look, I'm really good at drawing rocks. Anything else <laughs> is not <laughs> great. Oh my gosh. Okay. You're able to draw like the murky outline of like a figure in water and you're able to show it to eugene and billy as they uh surface and you know change as henry tries to do this though like billy has become extremely focused in like doing her calculations now and like when henry shows it to to her she just kind of like glances at it and then like looks away and then plops <laughs> herself down on the floor in the middle of the galley with patrice watching over her and she's just like bent over her notebook like scribbling in it muttering like talking to patrice laughing at weird times like this is her like <laughs> calculation period and it's very frantic and manic um but she has patrice there to check all of her calculations so it'll be fine okay <laughs> uh eugene what are you doing i don't know i don't want to be a dick but i don't feel like i believe henry no that's fair um definitely taking that with a grain of salt okay um i think 
you know, we, we take some time to change, decompress a little bit. And I'm going to say I'm going to whip up some quick dinner, you know, whatever the quick thing you make on a ship. And we're going to plan to, you know, regroup over some supper. That sounds good. Yeah. As long as there's yogurt. Billy loves yogurt. <laughs> what flavor? Blueberry. Good choice. Mm. Solid. You are all talking over dinner. Eugene, you've made um, pizza rolls in the microwave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Billy, you have your uh, your blueberry yogurt. And you're all dining in your very small mess hall, which is just a table. Uh, you have a small boat. What does um, what does Orchid, what does Bartholomew think of the pizza rolls? What is his reaction to this? <sighs> so, did you see the box? G-O, G-O, G-O. Barnacles, G-O. Yeah, we, we located the target. And uh, we're now just going to strategize and make sure we have a plan to pull it up. Um, assuming this is all you need from this salvage, uh, there, there's a little other piece of business we may try to take care of while we're in the area. I'm sure that won't be too much of an inconvenience to you. Can't say that it will, provided my business comes first. Yes, yes, of course. Um, how well known is this particular wreck, Mr. Orchid? Was there um, the potential of uh, other people having attempted to salvage it before and maybe had a horrible accident and maybe resulted in floating corpses maybe in this wreck, perhaps? <laughs> uh, don't know anything about that. I don't think that this is a particularly popular wreck. I'm not sure that knowledge of its location is... Widely available. You don't seem happy with that information, lad. I I, I show him my beautiful sketch that I'm very proud of. <laughs> uh, so when we were down there, um, we saw, well, I saw, encountered a, uh, I, I, upon recollection, I'm not quite sure what to make Are of it. Are you sure it wasn't your own shadow, lad? No, no, sir. I've I've been doing this job for a while. I know what the underwater landscape it looks like. Uh, speaking of the the rock formation in this particular part of the ocean is kind of unusual. Not really what we'd expect. I don't know what to tell you. I I usually don't concern myself with things below the waves. Rocks are full of wisdom for us all. That they are, lad. That they are. I'm a girl. That they are, last that they are. Um, but no, Henry would show Billy the rocks and like have her take the porousness into consideration for her calculations and stuff. And I do this by taking the sample and taking Patrice and just like knocking them together and then holding them both up to my ears. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's pretty great. And Henry turns just completely deadpan towards Orkin and just says, We're professionals. <laughs> So the four of you sit around your table, Bartholomew not saying much as you three make your plans. Billy, you ready your explosives and your calculations. Henry, you steal yourself to get back in the water. 
you are packing extra flashlights this time. And Eugene, you are already planning for the dive where you salvage another boat. And as you're all talking, we pull back. We see your ship riding the waves, and we follow your anchor line down. And we go deeper and deeper until all light and colors fade out and we see a single yellow eye open. Whoa! Oh, the Kraken! <laughs> this episode of Dread and Breakfast brought to you by my co-worker Christine and my cousin Circe both of whom are actual diving people and without their immense patience uh, and putting up with my many, many questions, uh, this episode would not be half as good as it is. So thank you to them. We'd like to thank Eli Schneider for our theme song and original music. You can find him and his new band, Open Doors, on Spotify. Additional audio is credited in the episode notes. We'd also like to thank our friend Morgan Mikuleski for this story's amazing episode art. If you want to find links to more of her work, you can check out our website, dnbpod.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at dnbpod, or find us on Twitter at dreadandbefast. If you like the show, be sure to give us a quick rating and review on the podcast app of your choice. And also, tell a friend about us. It really helps the show. Thank you again so much for listening. We'll be back in two weeks for the next part of the story.